The Asian Avengers. So weak. The Asian Avengers. So weak. So so fuckable, bro. You know? Whoa. Whoa. There's five Asian guys together. Wow. Did you ever go through a stealing phase? Do I think everyone should have a gun? Maybe. You can look me up. I don't care. I'll fight you. I don't care. You want to get high as fuck? You like opium? Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Asian Not Asian Podcast, the podcast where two Asian guys not from Asia talk about American issues no one gives a fuck about. Yo, yo. I'm your host, Fumi Abe. I'm Mike Nguyen. <laughs> you there? Sorry. <laughs> You're dead? Yeah. Uh, and welcome. This is our uh, 24th episode. Yes. 24th episode. This is a good one. <laughs> Can we guarantee that? Yes. I, yeah. I put my stamp of approval before we Before. even do it. That's cocky. That's cocky. It, it's You just got to believe in yourself so hard that yeah. you become a DJ. That's how hard <laughs> you have to believe in yourself. I saw a... Um, I didn't realize like brunch DJ was a thing. I went to a, like a hotel uh, restaurant where it was they had nice food, but like there was a fucking brunch DJ do just you, playing like fucking do hard you, music. Do you, do you... This is part of the experience of being an earthling that... Everything is a party. Do you know that now? Yeah. Everything is a party now. So, like, I, I was walking around Soho, and I saw this, you know, some yoga place, and it was like, flow, breathe, beats. Like, beats, <laughs> like, music beats, right? And, like, I was like, it's yoga. Yoga's also a party. Okay, remember, if I, if I went back to the past, and then, like, I, you know, pointed out to a cycling spin class, hey, you know what would be sweet if there was, it was completely dark? And we had the loudest goddamn music in here. People would be like, oh, yo, what the fuck's wrong with you? Oh, also, we're going to charge you like $80 a class. They'd be like, what the fuck? But now, everything, Soul Cycle, that's a party. That's a party Everything's yeah. a party. Brunch party. is a party. Everything is a party. What happened? This happened in the like last 10 years, right? You know what it is? It's because everybody wants to have that Saturday night feeling <sighs> all the goddamn time. Wait, this brings up a really interesting thing. Are, are you familiar with... Um, uh, I don't know what the name is, but it's a rave before work. Have you heard of that? Yes. They rent out churches and like big spaces. Yes, yes, and yes. They do a disco day rave. Day rave, but it's like at four a.m. Yeah, or and the, like and they're like usually sober, but that's yes. what I'm saying. Everyone is trying to capture that Burning Man thing before yeah. they have to go. And guess what though? There is no party equivalent of check your work email at Monday on Monday at nine. There's no such thing. You're just gonna have to come to the conclusion that sometimes the party ends. Are we romanticizing it too much? Is that what it is? It's we just want. Are no. we as a generation? Are we just like we don't want to feel shitty and, and like we, we don't want to work anymore. We just want to party all the time. I yes. think that's where this is coming yes. from. This is the whole Bernie Sanders thing. I don't want to get too political, but like nobody wants to fucking work anymore. You know. And this is it's it's counterintuitive, but by Thinking that life should always be good makes it worse. Ah, Sometimes life very, isn't going uh, to be good and you have to... I, I was thinking about it like this. Think about how people thought about at the afterlife. You look at the past, Jewish people don't even have an afterlife. You just no. disappear. Right. Which is fine. Yeah. You know? <laughs> a lot of times, you know, people would... There was so much suffering that if somebody was like, okay, I promise you this just ends... They go tight. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. What is this Was that group? There is Judaism. No, I'm in. <laughs> it just continues on. You oh, know, I got to cut part of my dick. I'm in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it just ends. But here's the thing that like that makes sense. But now it's like everything is a party. Yeah. Everything is about like, you know, you're like going to open up your, you know, your experience to this thing. And it's like getting eaten out constantly. Mm, you know? <laughs> yeah. Everything's like that. Everything's, everyone, someone's playing with your balls the whole time. <laughs> And, you know, I'm imagining a pamphlet. 
<laughs> Imagine a world. Imagine a world, baby. Everything. So I think everyone is trying to do that. Everything is a party. And you went to this brunch and that was your party. And that was my party, yeah. Was I, it good? I, was the food good? I mean, the food's fine, but it was just like, you know, like I, I, I'm at an age now where like sometimes I'm talking, I'm catching up with my friends about like some sad shit, you know? Because like, yeah. life is suffering. Life is suffering and friends getting divorced, friends going through a breakup. Like I'm going through a thing where like I might quit my job. You know what I mean? Like just we're just trying to like gel out on some like, yeah. You know, some real some shit. Some real shit. Some real shit. And real I don't shit. need fucking like somebody it's behind me like like I don't need that shit. You know. <laughs> For a second, we were kind of getting into that beat. So. That beat, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> this is um, yes, it's, it's, it's just a distraction to everything. You know, I mean, I guess some people that's that's some people's solace. People do drugs and they they get into that beat. And they're yeah. like, I don't care that my, don't my care. life is leaving life me, is, and, yeah. and I just found out I have a three kids with this girl that I fucked in high school. I don't yeah. care. Mm-hmm. I'm at this club. I don't care. But yeah, for me, it's like cool. I, I, I want to revel in the sadness. Like I want to revel in reality, and I can't do that with fucking Avicii behind me. You know, that's why I think we all moved to New York because we all wanted to have that uh, Sex in the City life, where we sit around a brunch, and you and your three <laughs> best girlfriends are get to talk about you know boys, boys, boys. or whatever it is. And like equivalent is like you know you and your bros hanging yeah. out, you know having a mimosa, yep, whatever yep. the fuck it is, and being like, bro, dude, the other day I like you know. <sighs> just what what are we doing man? you know what I'm saying you're gonna have that <laughs> yo wait. and then like but hey man this mimosa is really good you know like <laughs> you gotta have that you gotta have that that's that's yeah. mental health that is mental health and that brings us to our new segments of the week well it's not really a new segment what we want to do is we've been doing this podcast for a little bit now and we've been getting a lot of cool emails and we haven't really addressed anybody uh, consistently so first of all I just want to thank everybody who's kind of emailed us throughout you know the duration of our podcast uh just a quick shout out to like the most recent people who reached out i'm just looking at my email right now shout out to dk shout out to emma jonathan cameron jasmine no that's an ad sorry uh, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to google this whoever google jasmine is. from adobe support <laughs> <laughs> hey whatever uh, that counts uh, uh helen um simone albert thank you guys so much raven Wow. Uh, thank you guys so much for like giving us shout outs and you know the, a lot of these guys they ask questions and I think we want to take this time instead of doing story of the week I think we want to take this time to like kind of address a couple of questions yeah. a today yep. mental health that's, mm-hmm. a, that's that's a thing that was brought up by Emma she wrote a very nice email very long I'm not going to read it all but she is uh, she's white that's the first thing she opens with she's white shouts which uh, very humble I like that but you know we're trying to we don't want all of our audience members to be white so th- welcome yeah we welcome you mean Asian Sorry, what did I say? White? We said white. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Emma. No, you're cool. That You know, it would cool. be funny if none of our fans were Asian. <laughs> that you know would be really Asian, funny. not Asian. And <laughs> it's all just Latinos. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. People listening to this at their quinceañeras. Yeah. <laughs> Como estas? But she had a question. You know, she brought up some. She brought up a bunch of stuff that she wanted us to talk about, which we can't get to all of them today. But she brought up one that, you know, sometimes we talk about this, like, uh, offline. Um, yeah. But she said, I would love to, also love to hear your perspective on mental health in the Asian American community. What are some common issues that you see within the community and how is the topic addressed? If at all, every community has its own way of either masking, talking about, or mastering the art of avoiding these issues. So I'm interested in hearing your thoughts. That's a great question. Also, like, really very um, empathetic from, like, a, a, a white person to, to, to care about Asian mental health. You know what I mean? Like, I don't really walk around thinking, like, how, how are, Latino, yeah, how are Latinos, how Latinos doing today, you know? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I mean, I think the Asian American mental health... Um, issue i don't know what you want to call it. it's bigger than that it that has come up a couple times i think there's some like really interesting stats about 
Uh, I actually pulled it up. So from APA.org, which is uh, Asian, uh, no, sorry, American Psychological Association. Uh, among Asian Americans, those aged 20 to 24 had this highest suicide rate. Whoa! Uh, suicide was the second leading cause of death for Asian Americans aged 15 to 34, which is consistent Fuck. with the national data. Um, they didn't cause 15. Okay. So, you know, we out here killing ourselves, <laughs> I guess. It's, it, they're, they're, but I think there are certain <clears throat> like cultural things as any Asian American knows, like mental health isn't like a, that's not even a thing. I bet you there's not words for mental health in no, Asian languages. that's not true. There's the word for depression. Yeah. But, but maybe like, it was it invented in 1997 or something. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but like, I feel that there's a bunch of stuff that just kind of falls underneath i'm sad ah yes or yes, 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 i yes. The, or you know there's something wrong it's, it's with, not like super nuanced right it's not like people are out there doing research on like wait why exactly are right you sad? yeah What's ptsd there's not a ptsd yeah thing. there's yeah, not yeah, like yeah, you know yeah. you just kind of like are off unfortunately what sucks about being asian for a lot of people is like i think a lot of your mental health issues come from they're rooted in how your parents treat you a million percent and then then when you seek help they bash you again yes so it's like that's a double you, it's a double fucking psh, psh, it's right? a double whammy so yeah. i mean maybe you can quickly get into this that thing you were just telling me earlier about the intern oh yes it's fascinating to me yes there was uh an intern that i know she's an intern at a museum like a, an art museum in new york city and she's a korean immigrant right she's korean she goes to yale she goes to yale and her parents are not cool with that. Not cool with like you know her working in the art mm-hmm. world. Uh, you know it's a nonprofit. You know that sort of thing, and they don't understand what what it is she does. You go to Yale of all places. You know yeah. so you actually have potential. Yeah. And she had this whole thing. She was talking to uh, my wife about it, and she was like, "Well, you know, is it a, um, you know, what do you do? How do you get your parents on your side?" And really, the answer is you have to be okay with potentially never having them on your side. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> That's what your wife told this intern. Yeah, it's the truth, doc. And this is true whether you're not you're Asian, but for an Asian specific context, it is a very it is a very Asian answer because it is very it's a very Asian problem right. to have your parents be like, you know, we might cut you out of the whatever that will or what are the family thing. Right. You like you can't talk to us anymore. And that's a that's a huge deal because like you know Asian people we got our family network like we're connected to the community usually through our family so mm-hmm, if you're mm-hmm. not connected to your family then you're not connected to the larger community you're right, like excommunicated right. right yeah yeah that's a big that's a big threat you know so uh, if you're if you're an intern if you're a young person you have to come to the you have to face it what if you just never get them on your side right and they're never going to support you even they're never going to support you need. they're never going to talk to you they're you know that all these things it really comes down to who's in control of your life you know mm. if it's not this thing it's going to be something oh that's deep if it's not if it's who's not in control yeah of maybe life. this is just an internship yeah yeah sure but what if you know that now they get to control like who you marry who you marry yeah or are they going to get to control i mean it's your when fucking you life kids? right right you know right. what i'm saying like if yeah. you hate your life and everything like that who do you have to blame but yourself? Oh my God! It's you just, know it's you got to choose. Do, it's a domino effect, man. It's crazy. Oh dog. my God! But uh, ultimately, those are all interconnected things about yeah. like you know who who's in charge. Mm-hmm. So I guess to to kind of wrap it up, I mean, I don't think there's any shame in it, especially if you're an Asian American. You I know? mean, we need to do it more, we dog. Just, and just talk about we need it, to man. Talk about like, more. I think you. I think the bottom line is you're not gonna change your parents' mind because a they're they're too old. Old people when you're like past like forty, you're not gonna change your mind about anything anymore. Yeah, you know? you're, you're set. So you just have to like, just think of it at work and you're with a difficult client. You know, just think of it like that. Where you're not gonna be able to change that person's mind on that thing. So you have to find other ways to address it. But 
I think it's very important to kind of like value who you are and the thing you brought up about control is very important. So don't feel shame. Just fucking yeah. go see a therapist. Go go talk to someone about it. I mean, shit, man. Just at the very of- least, go to brunch with your boys. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. And we're back with Race News. That's Race News. Uh, this is a segment where we talk about shit that's happening on the news that has to do with race, and we are experts, so we're going to give you our P.O.B. It's going to be so funny. This <laughs> week, we have, uh, our topic is, uh, have you been to Benihana? It's about Benihana this oh, week. Oh, my gosh. Benihana, yes, I have been to Benihana. classic Japanese teppanyaki. You've been to Benihana? Of course I have, yeah. So the one where I grew up in Columbus was called Japanese Steakhouse. And it was like a Benihana. It's exactly so you, like a Benihana. So, so you're telling me you've never been to Benihana? You know what? I don't think I have been to Benihana. <laughs> yeah. This segment's over. This okay, you've lied, lied to me this whole time. <laughs> I, mean, I was only your friend because you're Japanese. I never know about Benihana. <laughs> so, Give me all your coupons. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there was an article about... Um, the history. The history of Benihana. Yes, and it was... Uh, and it's, the dude. And the dude who created it and how he came about. So, the, it, it, the story history kind of starts with the founder's father. Right. The story begins in, I believe, it's like 1945, March, right after the, the war, World War II. I don't know if you've heard of it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> pretty big war. We pretty played, big war. We, we, uh, <laughs> Asian people, pretty big role. Pretty big role in it. Uh, the uh, war was still going on in March 1945, yes. and they had just carpet bombed to fucking Tokyo. Yes, they fucking bombed it, and it, the, 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 this writer did a wonderful job of starting the oh, scene very with good. Like, the, the, the guy. Uh, his name is Yunosuke Aoki. Mm. And that's uh, the dad. That's 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 this is the first person in the Aoki family. Yeah. And the founder is going to be his son. The founder but is the his story son. starts with his father. Right. You know yeah, you know Aoki is his name. Mm-hmm. And he's like walking down this like just beaten fucking destroyed city. Everything's everything's destroyed. Ash. And he Everyone sees is ash. I don't know if this is true or not. This sounds like a fucking Disney movie, but he sees a um a safflower. Uh-huh, I guess. Okay, or a Benihana. He sees a type of he see, a Benihana a, a type of flower. Is a it's a type of flower. He that's sees cool. a Benihana uh, like growing in between concrete or something, mm. and he and he used that as a sign of hope. Uh, and he later opened up a uh, a coffee shop 
called Benihana. Actually, oh, let me let me rewind. He before the war, he had a coffee shop called Ellington, That's tight. named after Duke Ellington when they played jazz. You know what's tight is that that coffee shop would be so fucking popular now. Now, yes, yeah. exactly. And he was way ahead. He this was, was like 1935. <laughs> so he had a thing, and That's the war tight. happened, and he was like, "Well, I can't open up an American-themed thing anymore because yeah. hey, remember those guys who uh, fucking nuked us? <laughs> right. So it's tight. like anti-American anti-American sentiment was on an all-time high. He's like, so I can't do this. So he he renamed his cafe, reopened it as Benny. Okay. It was a coffee shop, which then later turned into a restaurant, and he actually became fairly wealthy. But not a not a, like a, not like Benihana. Not like Benihana restaurant. It just became a restaurant. I don't know what kind of food they serve. Probably just like mm-hmm. basic Japanese shit. So we're laying down the groundwork yes. for where this all came. And from. then they had a couple of children. And one his, of them was, and one of them his name was Hiroaki Aoki. Hiroaki is also the name of my father. Ah, so it's you know it's working kind, people. It's kind of interesting. I've never having a big ass Japanese name. You never see your own name a and shit Japanese on name. like articles in America. Yeah. So it was weird seeing my dad's name on here. And uh, he went to America later in life on a wrestling scholarship. He was perf- he was pursuing amateur wrestling. He was on the Olympic. Japanese Olympic oh, he wrestling was. team. Okay, so he was like serious. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so then he went to like the U.S. to do more of that shit, and nobody could pronounce his name, Hiroaki, yes. so he, he started going by the name Rocky. That's a tight name. And, that's, that's, and that was his beginning. And after some like working odd jobs and stuff, um, he invested the money that he had saved, and he got an associate's degree, and he decided to open up. Um, he used ja- to work, and he, he had saved a bunch of money from having a Mr. Softy, which is my yes. favorite of yes. the soft serve trucks in New York City. Mr. Softy, he worked at a truck guy, Just right? a truck guy. Yep. And he, and it was like crazy and he would play weird music and he put all these like kitschy things and he would like do stuff to the ice cream. Like he put like uh, umbrellas in them yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, he's a real, I mean, eclectic guy. Marketing. Yes. This is all, well, you know, he was on top of the food as experience thing. Yeah. Before anyone and else. Was, yep. And then he, he he finally opened up a restaurant called Benihana. It eventually evolved into what it is today. But it was right. it was a Japanese steakhouse. And he st- and so it, so as much as you want to make fun of Benihana, started in New York. Yeah. Started on the is it Upper East Side? Midtown. In Midtown, uh, got written up in the New York Times. And mm-hmm. this is way back in racist 1960s. Yep, yep, yep. You know what I'm saying? Where like there wasn't even any of that shit. There was no. There was no Benihana. There was no Panda Express. Right. All that shit. This is probably around the time where people are boycotting like Toyota dealerships, right? Absolutely. Because of anti-Japanese sentiment. Yeah. So like they don't, this group, you know, anyone who is even remotely successful in any way in the 1960s, people, you know, probably hating you. And here he is, he's doing his thing. And he realized that the, the trick is to make Asian food palatable to white people. Yes. That's always the trick. That is always the trick. Mm-hmm. And he was really, I mean, we see that happening today. Yep. You, you got to. With like, you know, I mean, you see it today with like, uh, there's all these like fusion things happening now. You know what yep. I mean? There's like Bamigos, which is like a Vietnamese Mexican food. Oh my God. Like, I, right? I, I'm so offended. <laughs> Yo, fuck you. <laughs> Next to Bamigos in my neighborhood is a Mexican Japanese place called Domo Taco. So it's happening everywhere. And now it's kind of evolved where it's like, now everything, yeah. Now it's like, people are eating this shit, so like right. they're used to it, you but know. He was the first to be like, okay, I got this check Japanese idea, mm-hmm. but like Japanese people, terrible PR right now. You know, we mm. kind of we kind of bombed Hawaii, kind of kind of like mm. terrible PR. So we have to, uh, we gotta fucking figure out a way to do this. How do I make this palatable to white people, especially because they're not used to eating soy and mm-hmm. all these other ingredients, right? I I just love that. <laughs> it was like we gotta make this palatable, which ended up being like. Well, they like volcanoes, right? Like, <laughs> what people like like fire and shit, yeah, magma. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, I mean, teppanyaki is just like grilled meats, right? How hard is, okay, what is going on with white people in the 1970s where 
Oh, a grilled meat on a stick? Wow, that is so exotic. <laughs> how is this how is this not palatable? <laughs> what are you used to eating? What do what do I people told you, eat? Man, white people it's always just like crustless bread yes. and pasta with sauce. I'm telling you, white people didn't know what food was until like nineteen ninety five. Uh, th- that's my, that is my philosophy. They didn't know what it was. It was either a hamburger. It was either a hamburger or it was pizza. Like cereal. That was like- it. Cereal again. Anyway, so he made meat that's been grilled even more palatable <laughs> somehow. He's like, well, how do we make meat that's been grilled? You know even- what it was? It's just the fact that there's a Japanese guy making it. It's so like, that's, oh. that is the big thing. So yeah. the big innovation for him is he's got the, you know, and, and, and we were talking about this. So like in Japan, there is the guy serving you, right? Like the, it's very common for for a small, for like a, to be a tiny restaurant, like yeah. five people, 10 people. And like the guy who's serving you is cooking and he like reaches over the counter, gives you the food. Yeah. But his thing was he made it real Asian-y with the cha-cha-cha-cha-cha, you know, like the, the chopping <laughs> and gong, and the cho- you know, and like a volcano and the, the flip, you flip a, a, right. a shrimp into your mouth. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. I, I fucking love this because at some point, Rocky seems like a smart businessman. You know, he, no- he noticed the racism. He noticed that every time he goes to a party, like, oh, where are you from, dude? Oh, you're Japanese. Ha, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And he probably was like, oh, you want, you want this? You, you want, want some of this? You want I'm some gonna of get this? Rich. I'm going to fucking charge you for this, right? It's fucking genius. So, yeah, I mean, I've been to Benihana. I think I went there. I've been twice. One, uh, the one time I only really remember is um, I went for like my, um, it was like homecoming in high school. Oh, the very common move. Yes. Very common and we move, went yeah. there. And um, two things I remember. A, my chef, not Japanese, not even Asian. <laughs> I think he was like Puerto Rican. <laughs> but he insisted on being called, uh, saying he was Japanese. He insisted on yeah, it. Yeah, we're like, oh, you know, like, well, so you know, I think we were just trying to talk to him, and he's like, oh yes, uh, I'm uh, from, uh, you know, whatever. And I was like, dude, you're like clearly El Salvadorian. <laughs> What's your name? Uh, Gonzalez. Oh, Gonzalez. <laughs> And uh, the second thing was uh, uh, food way too slow. Just like took so ah. long. It's like he was like chopping and doing all these moves and like doing all these things. And like, I was like, yo, like make four times as much food. Cause like, seriously, this, I don't know how anyone is full. It was like two shrimps. Did they do the, uh, the pocket trick back then? They did the pocket trick. Yeah. They did the volcano trick, which yeah. uh, I mean, I have to admit that was tight. Volcano, <laughs> the, that shit never gets old, man. And it's cool. That never gets old. Dude. I wonder, do they do that in Japan now? You know, it's like it's reversed. So engineered back now it's in japan but like the japanese one is probably awesomer i don't know if there is a benihana i think there is because i did read in this article it said like one of his daughter manages the benihana in tokyo there's a benihana in tokyo i think so i think that's what it said i mean let me just let me just double check that so we don't get angry people uh get angry about see office officer of benihana of tokyo this is uh, her name is echo uh aoki she's uh the daughter of his second wife so so this is a good transition so rocky had a very rocky life (laughs) Good, good, good writing. Wow. He, I think he just peaked comedically. I did. I think. <laughs> he had like, had how many wives? Or he had, so he has women. He's married now, but he's had three. He's dead now. He's dead now. Uh, is he really? I think so. Yes, I'm pretty sure. This um, family tree is from 2006. So that makes sense. But he has, as of 2006, he had three wives. And he actually, there was something in the article about how he used to brag about how he was able to provide for his children, even though he had multiple wives and multiple children, which Damn. is like, it's, it's, I mean, <laughs> providing, if you are a fucking millionaire, yeah. how hard is that? Yeah. You know, how hard, you know, it's like, it's like going back to the Eddie Wong thing where we talked about like, man, I don't know where to take this girl island. Same <laughs> shit, right? It's like, how hard is it to like, yeah, you do got these mad things? money. Of course you can support yeah. all these people. So he's got uh, his first wife. Uh, her name was, um, 
Chizuru Kobayashi. I like how they don't have a picture of her. No. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they, they had three children. The oldest, I think, I don't know. I, actually, I don't know if it's the oldest or not. One of the kids ended up being Steve Aoki. Dude. The DJ. How did I not connect that Steve Aoki is, I guess because I didn't know the, the owner's name. Yeah. But Rock Aoki, his son is Steve Aoki. Yeah. And this just reinforces if you want to be a successful artist, be rich. <laughs> Step one, have the resources. This is to, why we're not successful. I mean, I have a regular, <laughs> I, my dad's a mailman. What's your dad do? He's a civil engineer. So we're we both quitting because <laughs> our dad is not a millionaire Japanese restaurateur. Oh my God. I mean, just, I mean, you knew he was rich because he was a Japanese dude trying to be a DJ. That's true. Right? Or who's doing that back in the day? He was like one of the first Japanese DJs in America, right? Oh my God. To have like real commercial success. Yeah. Yeah. His I mean, dad was like, do whatever you want. Now. And his dad was a weird guy because he used to own like a little softcore porn, soft, softcore porn magazine. That's tight. So to that, relative to that, he was like, oh, you want to do a DJ? That actually sounds like a more stable career. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how, yeah, that, that's how you know that you are a rich family where the guy's like, I'm going to be a DJ. And it's like, oh, that's a good investment. <laughs> it's time to really just. You know, let's just settle down. <laughs> let's just settle down. None of this softcore porn business. I'm getting out of that. <laughs> you're trying to, I know you're trying to have a family. You just you got to settle down and get into this brunch DJ business. His, uh, his Stevie Yoki's half-sister is uh, some sort of model. Yes. What's her uh, name? Her name is Devin. Yeah. Former face of Versace. Wow. Yep. And her, the model, and Steve, uh, there's been a lot of lawsuits on who gets um, who gets the rights to Benihana, who gets all of his profits, because I think he died. I bet there's actually an article on this, but uh, I believe Steve, Steve Aoki and Devin are the true, the, true the, heirs. The, the heirs. Yeah, this is the Asian Game of Thrones. Uh, oh, <laughs> shit. Asian Game of Thrones. <laughs> yes, exactly. So this wife is, this is Cersei. Uh, can you imagine? This bitch comes from a different family. She you know, wants all the property. It, can you imagine <laughs> fucking Red Wedding, but at Benihana? <laughs> It's like it's like okay, we're flipping you like the shrimp, and then also we're stabbing you. It's horrible. Oh, oh, but now he's doing the volcano. Oh drink. my god! Oh, the stabbing. The volcano is like a, in your the, eye. The blood shooting out. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is. Oh my god, that's amazing, dude. This guy is all so American because within one generation, yeah. he raised a bunch of douchebags. <laughs> Within one generation. That's amazing. <laughs> Usually it takes at least four. I know. First, I know. you got to have the guy who's a farmer. His son is, went to goes to college and right. he's like a successful businessman. Yep. That guy's son is becomes like, uh, you know, a doctor. Yep. And then that guy's son is a comedian. Or yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. And he becomes a douchebag right, yep, and yep. like does a lot of cocaine and yep. flushes all the family money away. Yep. <laughs> but this guy did it in one move. Yeah, dude. Real efficient. The Japanese way. Wow. <laughs> Dude, okay, so for your listeners, I'm going to Tokyo and Korea with my wife for our honeymoon uh, next month. You go to Benihana? I think I might go to Benihana. Your dad, your your wife is going to get so mad. She's going to be to so waste pissed. a fucking meal on Benihana. She's going to be so pissed. And I guarantee you the flavor, probably the same. Is the same as in America? Yeah. It's either going to be like pretty Japanese, I guess, and like lightly attended, or it'll be just like America, full of Europeans. Mm. Yeah. Yes. It's sort of like how a bunch of uh, Americans come to New York City and then they end up eating at like Red Robin right, or, or Red Robert Lobster or, or whatever yeah. in Times Square. Yep. Like, why did you do that? Because <laughs> I know what it is. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll see if I can fit in Benihana <laughs> into my schedule. I actually, I don't want to go to, I don't want to record us going to Benihana, I want, I want you to record that conversation you have with Gina. <laughs> that, not even, just, not even, just me bringing it up. Yes! 
and then her just uh, just uh, just screaming. You could just hear screaming on the other side. This <laughs> fucking waste of money. Blah, 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 blah. Oh damn! Well, shouts to Betty Hanna, and uh, expect a live recording soon. This is a new segment called Asians at the Movie. <laughs> Everything's always a new segment because we just and dragon. Yeah, so this is uh, about, uh, and I got um, uh, one of our super fans, Tim. He is. Uh, he told me about how people don't understand that new Pixar short, Bow. Yes, that's out, and it's uh, it's playing before Incredibles, the Incredibles too. Incredibles too. Yep, and uh, you saw it. I saw it, and then I saw a, a bootleg version <laughs> that was on YouTube, <laughs> which is funny because like they clearly like uh, the guy who bootlegged it for some reason cut it up so that it's oh, shorter it? oh he it is it so it's shorter oh it's not the whole thing where shit. you get like the whole like you know yeah because you know, style. I, I saw that it was three minutes but i, I actually i thought it was it's like, like eight, eight minutes long that's what i thought so he cut it so that i think he just got to like the major plot areas oh anyways maybe. i i saw i haven't seen incredibles 2 and there's no way to see bow without seeing that so like i watched bow mm. and edited <laughs> just the fun legal version. A couple, a couple funny things to bring up before we get into it is uh, the main thing is that it, it did confuse a lot of white people. It, yeah. So and there's a bunch of articles about like I didn't get it. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. A lot of a lot of tweets from like 15 year old Britneys being like the most confusing eight minutes of my life. Oh my god. Um. And then I, you know, I went into this thinking like, oh, you know what? Like, fucking these ignorant assholes. Like, let me let me take a let me take a gander. Mm-hmm. And I go I go see Incredibles too. And then uh, I also did not get it that much. That was oh. the that was the issue. So uh, maybe it's because I saw an edited version, <laughs> but I totally got it. It was like absolutely clear as day. I didn't, I didn't see what you saw, but th- to go over the thing. So it starts with like... So hold on here. Spoiler. 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 spoiler if you haven't alert. seen it, then don't listen. Just skip the segment. Just skip the segment. But um, basically what happens is there is an Asian mom yep. and she makes bao, which is like, you know, little dumplings, right? And she's making it and one of them comes to life mm-hmm. and it's like a cute little thing and it has a little face and stuff like that. And the next bunch of, you know, then it just shows like her like kind of growing up with this, yep. this bow. They go grocery grocery shopping. They go grocery together. shopping. The bow like eventually, um, uh, you know, goes to college. Yep. Uh, and then eventually, and this is, nobody brings us up. <laughs> he has the white girlfriend. Bao brings home a white oh, girlfriend. <laughs> I'm like, yo, this bow yo, is tight. Bao is Yo, white tight. girls love fucking bow, dude. <laughs> They love dumplings, man. You know, that, that makes sense to me. And so it's about this, you know, this bow grows up and stuff like that. And uh, and then the the big turning point is the bow tries to leave. Yeah. You know, with his with his girlfriend. And she's like, she she's like pulling him. You know, she doesn't want him to go. She's yep. like, she raised this bow. Yeah. And then she like eats him. Yeah. It's like shoves him in his mouth. Yep. And then she wakes up. Yeah. So it was all a dream. Um, but uh, you kind of, you know, now in the real world, she, she's kind of awake. And she, there's a knocking at the door, and it's her son who looks like a bow, right? Which I think is really funny, <laughs> right? He's a very adorable, like bow-looking. He's a real person, yeah. And uh, he's got a little goatee because he's like a cool Ch- H- a Chinese guy, right, right, right. And so it turns out that this is all just kind of like a, a a mirror of what's really happening. So he has a real, he has a white girlfriend, right? And he's been excommunicated. Yeah, she Asian mom's she favorite move. Yeah, she doesn't talk to him, <laughs> and she, you know, and then like they kind of reconcile, and they, right. there's no talking. And there's like, the, and at first, like she kind of doesn't want to see him. And then like the dad kind of pushes him into happening, into having, you know, into, into them, to them, to them reconciling. 
And then eventually, you know, they all are together and the white girl friend's there and she they're all making Eating Chinese food and she can use chopsticks. Wow. So, you know, she comes from a good family. Yeah. Um, you know what? Probably you just you just once. clarified my confusion. And maybe okay. it's the way it was edited, but I didn't understand that it was a dream. Because when she eats him, the next scene is her crying in bed. And I didn't realize she woke up. I just thought she was crying that she just ate the bell. Like that right. part wasn't clear to me. But so I, I, I thought the, it was the like... The sun isn't a... Isn't it wasn't clear that the sun is the bow? No, sun? I mean I I got the representation, but I, I I thought it was one timeline where you're describing two timelines. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, yeah. I, I just thought she ate the thing and she was sad, and now her son comes home and she he looks like bow, but I was like, where the fuck is the so the where's the real bow? It's a dream, dog. <laughs> well, I didn't know it was a dream. That wasn't clear to me, man. She's in bed. I, she was cry, she was crying in bed, uh, and I, I thought she was crying because she just fucking ate her fake son. So she just committed homicide, and that, then she's crying, and then, and then crying. all of a sudden a son who looks just like the thing. That's she why just I was killed. like, oh my god, more drama. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> they never resolved the bow things. So I was like, well, well that's, what happened? Uh, that's confusing as hell. Uh, they never resolved the bow thing. Oh, I guess that the the person who looks just like the bow and has an identical girlfriend and everything. I mean, I had assumed that's what had happened, but mm. I that that dream part would have really clarified. I just did. I didn't know she you needed woke to up. have the thing where like you know how. Uh, and back in the day, the, if a dream segment would be, get all wavy, you know, yeah, have the harp. I needed you know? that. I you needed, needed that. that. Yeah. Or her be, waking up like, <gasps> oh my know? gosh! But it was it it was good because it is an Asian story. I guess I'm just realizing now that other races have this kind of love where you can do anything you want, and, and your parents it. are going to be cool. I, with I, I think it's one of those things where, like, for example, if you come out as gay and mm-hmm. your parents are not cool with that, like, mm. obviously there are extreme cases, but for the most part. It's gonna be one of those things where like you can still come back for Thanksgiving. We just won't talk about it. But oh, it, it's see. not like leave and I'm never talking to you again. Like that's rare. So like, that's so I yeah. think that's where the disconnect is. So this is a that's a this is, again this is a very Asian story. You know the nice thing is that she, we were just talking about this in another segment. She accepted him eventually. Right. You know, there's a lot of stories where they that, just don't have their is that, acceptance. Is that where they lost you? Yeah. <laughs> that part. That that's actually so. As much as there, there's a there's a bow that comes to life. Yep. That's not the fantastical part. <laughs> that believable. The Asian guy getting a girl, a white girlfriend. That's not the fantastical part. <laughs> the fantastical part is the reconciliation at the end. <laughs> that part, that part is the fantasy. Right. Because you do hope that one day your your family will accept you and like yeah. you can all sit around making bow together. Right. But that's probably not gonna. That's happen. not gonna happen. <laughs> Damn. It's, yeah, it's not even a joke. <laughs> <sighs> That was our episode, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to you, episode 24. We hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, this is a good one. Very heavy. Very heavy. Mental health. Yeah, mental health. Rocky Aoki. Yep. Is Get that his name? Yeah, yeah, Rocky Aoki. Yep. And, and, uh, uh, yeah. and Bao. Very, very, real heavy stuff. But that's the kind of territory that we're going to move towards, you know? It's not all about the laughs. Sometimes comedy's not funny. Sometimes <laughs> comedy... I didn't know comedy doesn't have to be funny all the time. <laughs> well, in 2018, it doesn't have to. But that's a whole other thing I'm bitter about. Okay, um, <laughs> you can always follow us on Instagram and Twitter. You can find me at the Fumiabe, T-H-E-F-U-M-I-A-B-E. You can follow me on Instagram at uh, NicePantsBro. And we also... Sorry, NicePantsBro. NicePantsBro. And we also have a joint Instagram account. You can find us at Asian, not Asian Pod. Uh, and that's also our email address, asiannotasianpod at gmail.com. Uh, feel free to keep uh, leaving those reviews, sending us questions. Uh, I think we're going to try to like address them uh, in the beginning yeah, of the we'll episode. We'll have a little mailbag. Uh, yeah, keep those comments coming. Keep those 
you know, tell all your friends. Tell all your friends, man. That's Keep the big thing. Friends. Tell, tell all your friends. And uh, check out our, uh, we got a show coming up on August 15th. Yep. Yep, August 15th. Uh, Hack City is the name of our comedy show. And it's at Black Cat, Lower East Side. 172 Rivington. 172 Rivington in Lower Side. So if you're in New York, come on out, ha- hang out. Uh, we've we've had a couple fans come out. Yes. It's been sweet. Last time, I think we had a total of like five. That's pretty good. That's very good. And uh, yeah, I mean, we're, um, I promise we're, we're almost as fun. We're funnier. We're way funnier. In, on, in real life? Well, because this isn't like, we have written jokes. We have prepared things in, at the live show, right? Yeah. Like this is, I mean, we're hilarious here. But this is like this is like us just fucking around, yeah, right? We are this fucking is around. but this is at the show you're gonna get the the refined, fine tuned Fumi ooh, and Mike. Ooh, yeah. Pure pure, pure, pure hair black tar <laughs> humor, Asian humor that yeah. goes right into your so, brain. So everybody bring your spoons and everybody <laughs> <laughs> Spoons and lighters. Great. And we'll see you next week. Bye. See ya.